What's up, everyone? My name is Liam, and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Today, we are joined by someone I could call one of my many podcasting idols, someone we all know and love and respect, and that is the one and only Scandalous. Without further introduction, welcome to the show. Hi there. How are you doing? Pretty good. Good. I'm just just having a good time right here, you know? Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, here's great. I like your poster in the background. What's a got some five finger death punch going on in the background back yes. there, right? Got my warhead flag, you know. Yeah. One of my good, prized possessions. Good friends of mine. I love them very much. And I'm so glad you have love for them. I have the utmost love for all of them. And they get way too much hate. And I couldn't love all of them more. So I appreciate the love and the respect and the flag and everything. So that's Cheers to you, my friend. I think a part of it also is how I decided to do my podcast setup. So, but yeah. also I'm kind of like, I think it's become my thing where I have to have the flag in the background. It's like yeah. become my thing slowly. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. What kind of mm. mic are you using? I like that mic. That looks cool. It's a. One you got off Amazon. Think. Like, I don't, I don't know. No, I no, like, I, 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 it just looks nice. I like your mic. It looks good. I got it at Best Buy. It's a Logitech microphone. I think it's a blue wow. Yeti. Awesome. There you go. I don't know anything about microphones. Like I have mine. I'm just about to plug in and like figure out a new mic. I just got a new mic, but I like, like yours. It looks really cool. I like it. Yes. I, I like it too. There's a million settings I don't know how to use on it, but I'll figure it out. But I don't know. I just don't like anything technical. I hate it all. Yeah, I mean, a rebel rebel against the modern world. Yeah, I don't know. And also, like, I don't know. I just don't want to touch any of it. I, like, hire people to help me with that stuff because I'm just, like, so bad at it. And I don't want any part. That's my type of thing. It's like, I don't realize that I'm using technology and then I mess it up. I feel like at times it's like, I mess it up because I don't know how to use it. But then again, I don't realize I messed up till like way after and it's too late to fix. And that's how you learn in life. Right. I mean, it's, I can't stand technology. Sometimes it's, it's too complicated for me. Sometimes I, I, I sometimes get mad and say, I don't know how to use my phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's like, I'm young and everyone's just like, you should know how to use it. Cause you're young. And I'm just like, I don't know how to use the settings in my phone, man. Come on. It's like, yeah. No, um, I was listening to Doc Coyle's podcast yesterday, um, X-Man podcast. He had a bunch of managers on, and they were talking about the social media symposium and just all the things that are, like, asked upon us as, you know, creators and people in music and stuff like that. It was really interesting to listen to. That's just, you know, it's a lot for sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Technology is just one of those things I don't understand. It's to this day. I'm just like, I would allow how it works. What are you saying with technology that you don't understand? What part are you talking about? Um, it could be anywhere from like, I don't know, like beside my own phone. It could be the settings on my microphone and it could even just be, I don't know, general anything. It's like anywhere from software. Mm-hmm. Editing my podcast is one of the most confusing things in the world, but I figured out. Good you know, for you. It's, That's awesome. Yeah, editing yeah, is not awesome. fun. So. What's Don't your hat say? It's it's a death punch hat. It's the, the this is war hat. Okay, it's cool. Like, it's kind of I think it's kind of flipped because of the recording, but you know. Oh yeah, 
Um, I talked to someone closely related to Five Finger yesterday, and they were saying that War is the Answer is their favorite album. So. I, okay. Okay. Since you, since you mentioned Death Punch album, what's your favorite album from them? Um, I would say the first one. I think it's called The Way of the Fist. Yeah, The Way of the Fist. Sorry, like I'm bad with like names. I know like lyrics. Yeah. Is it The Way of the Fist fifth? Yeah, that's the first album, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that one. I mean, that's really where I fell in love with them and got really passionate about their music and it completely like personified a lot of things that I was feeling for sure. Um when you know, I was very, like, I think I was dealing with a lot of sadness and a lot of hurt and a lot of anger. And having that music um, has helped. And I've loved all their music throughout the years, really. And I've connected with a lot of it. But that first album, like, I'll be in my kitchen and just catch myself, like, singing choruses to songs. And um, you're talking about parental issues, you know, like, a few minutes before we started. And there are like things I still deal with with my mom from like a million years ago where it's like, where did I go wrong? Who was that supposed to be? Yes. What she said. Uh, you always criticize me. Yeah. Like, you know, you just catch yourself like still singing that. No. Honestly, yeah. that's just, I always, I don't know. I feel like there isn't, isn't there isn't a death punch song for me that I can say that you know, disappoints me. I always say, like, every single one just impresses me on a different level. It's beautiful. I That's mean, just their top of their game, like all of them. Seriously. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I think lately that band for me that I just catch myself randomly singing, I think it's Motionless and White for me right now. I mean, never, it jumps back on I've never so really go. listened to their music much. So, like, I love that song, like, what's their, their song that's, like, uh... But I hate um, that it seems you were never in love. We were broken and bleeding, but never gave up. Um, and I hate that I made you the enemy, right? I know that song. I can't remember the song off the top of my head. It's like, it's like one of, I think it's like the one that gets played the most. And like, I haven't really deep dived on Motionless and White, but like, they have that one song that I think gets played a lot that I'm just like, you know, I really, you know, I really love that song a lot. I really like it a lot. I mean, yeah, now that you have told, now you just said that to me, those lyrics to me, now the song's stuck in my head and now it's going to be in a forever loop and yeah. I'll never remember the title until I go listen Good. to it like an hour. Yeah, I mean, you too. Like, jump in with me. There you go. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, we just like a bob in our heads sort of vibing, you know? Absolutely. I think. Mm -hmm. I think I've been listening to their new album the most, honestly, because I think there's just a few things I'm trying to get comfortable about with it. It's just like, I don't know, it's a little different, in my opinion, than some of the other songs they've made, but I've also just been, like, vibing. I don't know. I've been, like, in that mood where, like, I don't really pay attention to a specific thing, but also at the same time, I don't know. It's I don't pay attention to a specific artist or genre. I mean, obviously metal, but... Um, I, I'm trying to think how to pronounce how to say it. I don't have a specific like band or song I've been binging lately. I was listening to like rap earlier at the gym today, so you know 
It's cool to spread it around a little bit. Like you don't have to be stuck and people get like so caught up on genres and that's really silly. Like I know hardcore people who listen to like light, soft, alternative folk, you know, and they're super hardcore. So yeah, we don't have to be so caught on genres. Don't worry. I mean, I'm like, I'm telling you, it was like probably like four days ago. I think mm-hmm. I caught. I, I think I just randomly decided I'm in. I'm in the mood for like listening to like a sea shanty or something, and I just started like dancing around the house, just singing sailor music. <laughs> oh, that is it. That one popular song. There once was a. Da, da, no, not that one. That was okay. one of the songs I listened to, but yeah. it was a song in that genre. Okay, yeah, those are very catchy and very funny. They, they talk are. about them a lot on like late night TV and stuff. It's very funny. Yes, I mean. Don't think. Um, do you have a favorite podcast you were listening to? That's my question. Now that you talked about like late night shows, I just thought a podcast all of a sudden again. Well, which one would you assume it is if you pay attention to anything at all? Um, this is like I a mean, pop quiz. Like, if you pay attention to my social media, you see, I'm not always on social media, but I do pay you're attention. You're fine. Like. Is there one that would like obviously come to mind that's a metal podcast? I would say yours, but I kind of think it is. Josta's podcast. I saw that the other day. I should have thought of that. I should have thought of that. I feel feel bad now. I saw the post like yesterday. Oh, who cares? No worries. I've just been listening. Like I've been doing artist interviews for 10 plus years. But I've been listening to Jamie Joss's podcast for years and years and years before I ever got the idea to do my own. And it took me an extra couple of years. Like, I'm not a technical person at all. Everything you figured out on your own, I could not figure out on my own. So it took me even, like, a year or two longer of, like, oh, my God, finally figuring out, hire someone, idiot. Like, you can hire an editor. Don't worry about it. It took me time to, like, come up with that. But I've consistently listened to Joss's podcast and Doc as well, but Joss is number one. And just listening to his podcast, like, inspires me to get on my podcast. Like, as soon as I get off this one, thank you for waiting for me today. I'm, (laughs) I have all my work done. Everything's good. My dogs were walked. They're asleep on the couch right now. And I'm just going to go through my phone and start, like, messaging people and see who else I can get on my podcast. And the number one, you know, inspiration for me, like to keep it going with my podcast is just listening to Jamie's. I listen to him all the time and his great interviews inspire me to do my own great interviews. And when I am just feeling uninspired, it's like the kick in the butt I need that like, you love this, go do it. And I love yes. it and I go do it. It's cool. Honestly, I think, I think your podcast is going to do that for me. Not trying to, like, flatter you or anything. Well, I hope so. I mean, that's the idea. It's really kind of, it's been a good month. Um, It's gotten a lot of traction the past month. So I appreciate you saying that. And I feel like it's really making waves. And it's really getting a lot more listeners. And I'm very excited about that. Very happy about that. Yes, I am very excited for you. I'm honestly, like, every time you have a new guest, I'm just sitting there just like, I didn't expect this one. I didn't expect that one. It's like, really? it's all unexpected. Yes. That's it's cool. Like, I mean, yeah, I just, 
I was like very metally for a long time. And then I was like, I want to go back to rock. So I did Memphis Mayfire and I did Dorothy and I just did Breaking Benjamin. So it's all chilled out. And I think like I might have death metal for my next one. Oh my God. I'm just, as I said, it's just like, you're so, it's so all over the place. I don't really know how to say it. It's like one week it's this, one week it's that, and this, this, this. I mean, whatever. whatever it's you literally because I love it all. I am yeah, so it's... obsessed with rock. I'm so obsessed with metal. So obsessed with hardcore. And like, God, I like want to get a hardcore band on. Is it okay if my dog joins us on the podcast? I'm sorry, but that made me think your podcast with Jeremy Spencer. So yes. Oh yeah. Um, I love him. Good friend of mine. Um, did he? So did you watch that episode? It was probably that's yeah. one of my favorite ones. That's Aww. one of my favorite ones. It makes me it's laugh. The, it's so the much. same dog. It's what's the name again? Diesel. Diesel. That's what I thought it was. Okay. I don't want to say it, and then you'd be like, "Oh no, oh, what's I this? oh, I don't care. This is so cute. We got it." You had to get a mom, a mom and a child moment right here. You know. Yeah, I'm like, we want it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute and wholesome. My baby. Oh my god. I know. I stayed the night at a girlfriend's house last night, so he's like, "You were gone. It was real rude." And he was I so mad, it. you know. Yeah, they didn't like. I came home, they were like, "Where were you last night? What were you doing?" Like, I still my my parents always use the analogy of like when you're not at home one night and then you come home the next, and the dog's just like, all over sniffing you for like ten minutes, and it's just like, "Oh, the dog thinks you cheated on him." Yeah, That's well, funny. I'm usually oh. cheating on my dogs with other dogs, so that would be correct. I love exactly dogs. me too. I dogs are so, some yeah. of the best things in the world. They are. Jesus They're so like beautiful. Sweet baby angel over here. He's kind of, oh. yeah, he kind of moved me to the corner of the screen. Hope that's okay. That's okay. The, like the, dog, the dog has superiority, no hard feelings, but so we all love doggos here. He's so, he's so shat. I know. I love him. Oh. Um, so did you enjoy the Jeremy episode? I think, honestly, every time I'm down, I listen to it. It's just because it has like the it has that element of freakiness, but also at the same time it's like funny, and it's it's like I cannot stop myself from laughing and chuckling half the time. It's um it's really cool, and he's actually releasing a death metal project again, and he's gonna come back on the podcast. And yes, I, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm trying like, to get him on. He gets it. Yeah. You know, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, I honestly spend a lot of my evenings just like, who could I invite next? You know, and then I just start scrolling for bands and try to look for bands maybe I've never heard of and just be like, okay, Hello. shoot this guy a message, that guy. It's like, hi, I'm here. Just, you know. Which just, bands are you looking at? Can you say it? Uh, I've asked Shine Down. Um, I actually have one in the works. I'm not going to say it's a band i've never that not many people have probably heard of it's like a pop rock band but mm -hmm. why not i have i have a guest that's very similar to jeremy's situation that said yes but i have to wait for him i have to wait a little bit before he will say anything to me i'm not gonna yeah. say who because everyone's gonna flip i've already told a couple people my friends and they're just like oh my god 
Well, I bet I know who then. Since we're talking about popular, and since we're talking about popular guests, who is your favorite, like, guest to ever have? Dorothy. Dorothy. Have you really? listened to that episode yet? Briefly. I never, I didn't have the time to really sit down and listen to it, but I did listen to, like, a good 20 minutes of it. I mean, it starts off strong, doesn't it? I really liked it. I liked what I heard. So she absolutely told the truth about everything, like more so than I think um, she ever has before and more so than I think she ever intended to. And I was going through some, I was going through a breakup, you know, and I just had like a lot of feelings and emotions that kind of connected to her where she's currently at as well. Mm -hmm. And it was just a cathartic like release for her. And we were both kind of going through the same thing and just both talking about what we were going through. And we just told the truth about everything. And I've never had a guest be so honest about their personal life and tell like a story that's like kind of never really been told before. So you're just going to get momentum now from that. Just Someone's going to be like, holy shit. No. I mean, yeah. That's just that, that episode. I've been doing it for like how many years? I can't even tell. And that was just like the most emotional and like real um, interview I think I've ever had. And just, let me see. The... She's like Alanis Morissette to me. She touches me in the exact same way. So to be able to actually like have a conversation with someone whose music I connect with like that, insane, like completely insane. insane. I mean, she seems like a very motivational character just from what I've seen. I mean, no offense to her, but I've never heard of her before. No offense to anyone, but Mm -hmm. you know, but it's before her music. As I was just saying, I said I haven't really heard of her before, but oh, cool. from what you've taught, from what you've told me just now, I feel like you know she's an amazing, moving person. You know, I mean, yeah, isn't so it? Her, she's a like rock singer, yeah, and she's like a gift from the seventies. Her voice is like that of like Janis Joplin. Um, or Stevie Nicks, like she has the most incredible like female voice and she's absolutely the most beautiful brunette you've ever seen in your entire life. Um, And she's ethereal and beautiful and real. That's just, that's the best you could ask for. Mm -hmm. She's she's really good. Yeah. It's super funny. Like um, I've always been kind of insecure about my voice being high pitched and girly. I was like, I can't be in rock and metal with this voice. And apparently it's like what everyone loves about me is my voice. Um, it, it is. I'm sorry. Just put that out there. It's one of my favorite things. It's just like how expressive you are. I just love how expressive you are with your voice. Like how you do the various different tone changes just like sets the mood of every little topic, you know, or every little thing that's said. Thank you. I really appreciate that. It was, I think it's like kind of a cool life lesson. Like it was one, it was a huge insecurity of mine. 
And I've always been like terrified of my voice. And I had no idea until I started that it was kind of what people love most about me and kind of like make some drill or whatever. So I had no idea and I don't really think about it, but apparently other people do and like it. So whatever you're insecure about may or may not be valid. I mean, I can honestly relate to that. My biggest insecurity so far is my voice because I'm just like, you know, I've always hated my voice, but then again, for some reason, my podcast, I've just listened to it and I've just thrived with it and I don't know why. But then again, I still kind of just dislike my voice. It's a thing. No one likes to listen to themselves. There's so many artists who like can't listen to themselves. So if there's like an artist who says like, oh, you know, I'll go listen to the album every now and then just to, you know, get a refresher reminder of like guitar, like how I sing this or whatever. I'm like, wow, really? Because most people are like, ah, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. I can't listen. Right. Mm -hmm. Then you have that one person that's just thriving in their own environment. It's like. And I mean, like, kudos to anyone that can listen to their voice on hours on end. I mean, God bless your soul, but I can never do that, like, personally. Yeah, I can barely, I don't know, like, I still, um, I had to, like, start taking my podcast more seriously because I had a previous editor and I just trusted that person and they let shit slide that I would not let slide. And I had to get really serious about it. I was like, oh my, you know, I just didn't really want to listen to my voice, but I just had to get serious about it and be like, okay, I'm doing this for real. So you can't not. Right. You just have to. So I had to do Right. It. You just, you just have to do it. Yeah. I mean, it. like, that's just one of the big things is like, I think one of my biggest issues with podcasting is I have to find a guest every week. I've kind of obligated to every single week. I'm kind of just like, I'm going off strong. I've done a very good job so far of being consistent. Now, you know, he's in cover art every week. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say I'm most consistent with that. I sometimes yeah. do it on a Tuesday. Sometimes I do it on a Wednesday. Sometimes it's really late on a Wednesday because it's like, probably because something happened last second. It's kind of like the time I tease it really dictated, it's really dictated by if I end up having to do some last second. And that's why, like, sometimes I'm, like, all over the place. I'm just, like, you know, I got to do this. I got to do that. And then someone cancels, and I'm just, like, shit. I was all all lined up for the whole week and then the next week. And then it's, like, someone cancels, and I'm just, like, okay, this person, this person, this person. This person said, these people said, yes, beg. So I just have to start begging, you know? I'm not, I don't want to be that person, but. Mm, No, you just don't beg, you know, just find someone else. Right. I mean, I'm not trying to not trying to say you were a rebound for someone else. I'm not trying to say that. But. Oh no, I didn't think that at all. No, I'm super happy to be here. I'm like glad to do it. So yeah, I don't think that at all. Um, I just had like um, so my next guest was supposed to be John from Anthrax, but he pushed back to September. So now I'm scrambling for a guest myself as well. So as soon as we get off here, I'm going to be sending messages to a bunch of people. So same. Beautiful. It, it doesn't change. It doesn't get better. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, unless you get like a team or something or like people, I found it like hard to, this is something I struggle with as well. Um, if you message a bunch of people, they all say yes. They kind of want to do it right then and not like push back a few weeks because people don't right. know what they're doing in a few weeks is like what I found. So it is kind of, you know, hard to like space it properly for sure. And now John has moved to September 
which is cool because I already have the podcast written. So now I'm like, next one's done. I just have to figure out my next one. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I wish you luck with that. You know, it's, I was honestly, my thing is, I mean, I kind of like when I cram my schedule with this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, prepping is annoying because it's like, okay, I like to, you know, do this for a little bit and then this and this and this. And then it's like, okay, I cram a bunch of podcasts to a week and I'm like, okay. I mean, I may be set for like four weeks or something, but it's like, it's kind of beautiful in a way. It's exhausting for sure. It's definitely like, it's very, um, you know, you have to do a lot of, you have to do like a lot of prep. Um, so what I do for podcast guests, which is a good idea, but like, do you know, to go like, listen to the other podcasts that they have done? I sometimes do that, but other times it's like, yeah, it's a good way to like, just get a feel for people's personality and like how you can connect with them. And that's something I do a lot because you can just get like, even hearing someone's voice and how they talk will help you relate to them. So I would definitely like say that's like a cool way to go about it. That's just like what I like to do for prep, like your own podcast, your own way. I, I really like to go listen to what people have done previously and see like there's usually something going to be something that they talk about that they really care about that is important to them. And it's cool to get that. And it'll usually right. be on another podcast. So it's cool to be like, I know you really care about this. Yeah. That's like, that's one of the things that's like when I asked you and I said, and you said, yes, I was kind of like, freaking out and that's i think why i've been listening so much to so much of your podcast lately because it's like okay i love your voice now i just need to get a feel i just need to like, like okay what would how how is it gonna how are you gonna react with you being the person that's getting like the questions and answers type of thing where i'm the host and i'm kind of just like i felt i felt in a sense like oh my god i don't think i can be as good as her but at the same time it's like just relax and just have fun. It's going to have like, remember what I came here to do, just have fun. And then it's like, I don't know. I just, I felt like I related to like that, what you were saying about listening to people beforehand that happen to listen to you a bunch sometimes. And it's like, mm-hmm. and then I was like, you're gonna be on my show. And I'm like, okay, I got to like figure out your tone, how you respond to stuff generally. And it's, it, I mean, my expectations are been blown away at this point. I mean, You've done way better than I thought you'd respond. But then again, you're just such a relatable and calm person. It's I, I love it. Well, I hope so. I mean, that's all I really want to be is it's just talking to people. Like I've been able to build relationships with a lot of like really major artists. And the number one thing you do, and like not saying like I'm anyone, but just like kind of like the number one thing like to get like ready to talk to guests that you might be like a little intimidated to talk to because like I sure am a lot you know sometimes and it's just like they're just real people so it's just like how was your day how are you doing like right goes so far like not like oh my god hey I love your band oh my god I can't believe you but like hey how are you doing and they're just like, I can't, oh my God, uh, whatever. I couldn't imagine fangirling like in front of someone like that, honestly. I cannot imagine doing that. Oh, well, I like, I was joking about, I was hanging out with Hatebreed um, a few days ago and I've been longtime friends with them for years. 
And I hadn't seen them like, I think in a few years since the pandemic. And I got really drunk and told all of them that they were my favorite band. And I was so embarrassed. (laughs) Then I saw them a few days ago at their show in Austin. And I was like, oh, my God, I was so embarrassed when I told you guys y'all are my favorite band. Like, oh, my God, I was so embarrassed. Like, uh, (laughs) whatever. And they were like, (laughs) whatever, dude, it's fine. Like, whatever, we don't care. And I was just like, oh, my God, but I never do that. It was funny. Just like, you know, it's not typically how I roll. I'm usually like, hey, what's up, man? Not like, oh, my God, I love your (laughs) Like, how I roll. But I just they played a festival and there were a lot of bands I was friends with and they were all backstage and they were all like shot, 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 shot. And it just kind of happened like that. So that sounds like a, uh, I don't even know how to describe that. It sounds like a, like a friend, like a group hangout gone wrong type of thing. Oh, Um, it wasn't, it wasn't like actual wrong. It was a group hangout with a ton of friends and we were having so much fun that I was like, (laughs) You know, it was more, it wasn't gone wrong. It was more of a tell your friends, like, I love you so much, whatever. It was more of that, not like something gone like super wrong, but it was still kind of like. I mean, when I say gone wrong, I mean, I attend like, you know, yeah. did you expect it that like to go like that type of thing? It's like, or do you not expect to get drunk, whatever that night, that type of thing? I don't care. Whatever. It can, it can go both ways. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I, I don't care. Like, I really love, like, hanging out with people I love, listening to music I love, having drinks. It's definitely, like, a part of what I love. And right. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I yeah. I think another reason I, I love talking to people is that's, like, doing podcast stuff. It's, like, I, I want to make friends with people because, like, there's no one I relate to around where I am. It's like, yeah. I'm, all, I'm, I'm by myself. And then it's like, I meet people like you and Carly from Death Punch. It's like, I meet people like that on social media. And it's like, oh my God, I'm actually not alone. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I was very weird and strange. Like, I had some of my family members like creeping on my Instagram stories earlier. And I was always like the black sheep and the weirdo and the one that they were embarrassed of like growing up. And I was horribly made fun of in school, like growing up. And I was always just like super weird in school. It sounds like me in a nutshell. No one got me until I started going to shows and like everything that made me weird or different was every reason why I was celebrated by like bands and like friends I made when I went to shows, everything that made me like weird and different was everything that made me super celebrated and like loved when I started hanging out in the music industry and going to shows and making friends in the scene. So. Right. I mean, that sounds like, that's like, that sounds like the future I kind of want, but also at the same time, it's kind of like, I don't know, like, but also that's me probably being anxious and nervous type of thing, you know? It's We're all anxious and we're all nervous. There's nothing we can do about it. That's fair. You know, even right. if you convince yourself you're not, you still kind of are, probably. We're um, all anxious and we're all nervous. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, I guess it's the story of life, though. I mean. Yeah. I mean, um, I think you saw, like, the saga with my car today. I just, like, downed my drink because it's been a day. 
it's been a day, you know. Yeah, it's been a day. I my car was in the shop for like two months. What was even wrong lady, with it? Lady, lady Bird. I paid off my car and then I got hit three times by three different people, like hit and run, like in three different no. situations. Yeah, like I paid it off and then it, I got hit by a bunch of people. It was supposed to be in the shop for four weeks. It was in the shop for like 13 weeks. I got it back yesterday and I went, I, I went to my favorite Mexican food restaurant. I rejoined the gym I love. And I went to Ross. Those are my three favorite things in the entire world. That's like my <laughs> thing. I went to Ross, bought a bunch of shit after I left, left the gym. I was like, oh, I got new bath mats. I got a new jewelry case. Like, get rid of this old jewelry case. I've got a new one that's sexy and sleek, and I love it. And I paid $21 for it. Got it, Ross. <laughs> Go to put it in the back of my car. And huge scratch on the back of my car and it looks like someone just like went up to it and scratched it. But like, why would anyone do that? Or like, why would anyone care or want to do that? I mean, I live in an area where um, you go to, you go to like the high schools and all the kids have nice cars type of thing. And then I'm like, I think my, when I got my beautiful yellow car, I showed you, it yeah. was, I think it was kind of like, I had love for it, but also like I kind of wanted to fit in. But also at the same time, it's like I also kind of wanted a car like that. It's fun. Your car is awesome. I love your car. It's and pro tip: like your car is small enough where you can park it. My first car was a Lincoln Navigator because my mom wanted me to be in a tank where I couldn't get hurt, but I also couldn't park it because it was my first car. It was also too big for me to park as like a seventeen-year-old. So okay, I, my car is huge. Come on. It's big, but it's a car. Like not an SUV. Like I had a huge SUV. I would get to the school parking lot and freeze and not know what to do, and people would have to come park it for me because I didn't. I didn't feel safe like parking it in the parking lot. So at least it's a car, not an SUV for sure. I I would know. I don't. I cannot stand high above the ground cars. I just feel unsafe driving them. I mean, I could if I had to, but it's like one of those things where it's like. I'll drive it, but then it's like, I feel like the thing's going to topple over at any minute type of thing. That's so sad. The opposite is true. You're so much more <laughs> safe in an SUV than you are in a car. That's true. A freaking truck could hit my car and I'd just die because it is the size, I guess. So my mom was driving my sister's car. My mom's a nurse and she was on her way to work and an 80, like, 70 year old, eight year old lady pulled out in front of my mom um, and hit my mom, threw my mom into on oncoming traffic. And thank God this car avoided her. So this woman pulled out, hit my mom, sent my mom over like two, three lanes of traffic. And then like stopped and like didn't hit her, but my mom almost hit a telephone pole like three weeks ago. But she was driving my sister's Dodge Charger, like the cars we were kind of talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, so it just like it saved her, but my mom's sternum is broken, her hand is broken, she's had hand surgery, so I don't know. It's just kind of that sounds down, like down low. It was just it was a really bad wreck, but you know, my mom got um, she finally got insurance money and bought a Jeep like above. <laughs> my mom was she like, I want to be higher now. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. For me, it's like I could drive a lift, like a, a higher on the, up the off the ground car, but or mm. truck or SUV or something. But I feel like also I'm like I feel like I'd have to drive slow. I just yeah. I'm I, I don't know I'm, I'm a crazy kid I guess I don't know I'm like I don't I don't speed with the intent of speeding and be fast but I just do it because I'm getting somewhere faster I don't know. Well, just be careful out there. I mean, my car just got scratched. My mom didn't do anything wrong and a lady just like went through traffic and hit her. So just be careful. We all need to be careful out there, guys. Like we all really need to be careful. <laughs> mom energy intensifies right there. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, this... it's two dogs over there that like turned me into a mom for sure. Okay. Fair. I have to live for them. Yeah. So you need to just be there to support them and give them like treats and, you know, all I the know. goodies of the life. Yeah. Like my, thing like I'm most excited about or top three or four I would say about being really excited about is I can finally drive to Walmart now um thank god I have my car back I can go back to Walmart and I can buy their treats for like 14 bones and a seven dollar bag and they love those instead of not eight or nine dollars for six bones at the grocery store across the street from my house so like the money I'm going to save on the dog treats yeah. on the car again, and I can go back to Walmart. I'm excited. So excited. simple things in life, I guess. Yep. It just, yeah. Dog mom life for sure. I'm just like, I can't wait to get their treats and they love those treats so much more than the ones I've been getting them that are more expensive. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sounds like a bunch of fun right there, man. It's, I don't know. Yeah. You know spoiling dog dogs is just so much fun. And come on. Yeah, it's the best. So let's talk more about music. Come up with you new We've been podcaster. You new, you new podcaster, you. Let's come up with oh some questions God. on the spot. Go. Here we go. Let me let me let me think about this. Yeah, no okay. worry, no pressure. What what was your favorite band growing up? Of what time you. period? Oh no, this is this is. I don't know. What would you like to I have an answer for every age. They're just like, which age are you talking about? Um, 90s. I don't know. So when I was in middle school, I really, really, really loved music like Sum 41, Eve 6, um, Dashboard Confessional. Um, I think like most of the years that I was super bullied in school, I just walked down that I was known as the girl who put headphones in and listen to dashboard confessional just over and over and over again. I went to every class and just had headphones in listening to dashboard confessional for like two years. And I didn't have any friends at this one school. So I would just go run during my lunch and listen to music. That was one period. Then it was like stained. Papa Roach drowning pool for sure. Um, Hinder, Buckcherry, that that was a lot of stuff. Like the 90s, I just love, love, love Matchbox 20. They're one of my favorite bands. I've actually never met them. They're like one of my favorite bands I've never met. I really need to meet them. But yeah, there's some good ones in there for sure. And um, mm-hmm. Stained is my favorite band from my youth that... I was able to connect with that I really loved 
that I got to meet, have a relationship with, and just meant everything to me at the time. For sure. That's, that's beautiful. I think Drowning Pool is one of the first bands, I like first like metal bands I had ever listened to. Um, Do you have a favorite um, album? Um, There's like Sinner and then like, let's look it up. Oh no. But I, I credit Drowning Pool. They mean so much to me. Like um, I had an abusive parent when I was in high school and it was really bad for a really long time and like very like physically and emotionally abusive. And I could just go to Drowning Pool shows and like lock my heels into the barricade completely windmill and lose myself in the aggressive music. And because their music was so heavy and I related to it so much, like all the shit I need to get out, I could get out. And I'm a very happy person today. And I think that's because I was able to go to these really heavy shows and get um, you know, just listen to music that really matched my level of aggression and sadness and hurt and anger. And right. had I not had that music at that time, and also like Hell Yeah and OTAP were bands I listened to like a fucking lot. And Mudvayne, there's um, Dullboy by Mudvayne, you know. And had nice. I not had those bands at that time, I would really say like, I'm so well adjusted now and I'm totally fine. But had I not had that really heavy, aggressive music at the time, I think I would be a lot more fucked up than I am. And I right. think I'm pretty fine. So. I mean, you're a wild card in yourself, man. I mean, it's all, it's beautiful though. I mean, I, I think that's my opinion, at least from what I've perceived. Take it. I'll yeah. take it. Thank you. A wild card, but it, it always has good outcomes, I guess. I don't know. A wild card that always has good outcomes. I guess. Nothing I wild know. can always be good. Don't be silly. Fine. I'll, I'll, I, I had to be silly for a moment. I don't know. There you go. That's fine. I like it. Is there anyone that's like outside of podcasting and music that you've met that, you know, makes you go like, oh my God. Like, is there like a celebrity you've met that's not music related that you've been like, oh my God over or just oh, favorite one you've met? A bunch, but I'm like kind of blanking right now. Oh no. Let me think. Because I hang out in LA a lot. Yeah. There's totally people outside of music for sure, but I like can't really think of anyone. I mean, I've like seen actors, met actors when I've hung out in LA and New York. Um I don't know. Oh, there's been some actors I've met in LA. I can't remember. Like, they're not like A-list or anything, but there's been some actors who have been in some big things that I've met in LA and I've talked to and stayed in touch with on Instagram. And I don't really want to say who, but I've like met them, um, had a good time talking to them and stayed in touch on Instagram. But I don't really want to say who. But yeah, I mean, in LA, like, they're just everywhere. In New York, there's just kind of everywhere. Yeah. I've never been to, like... I mean, I've been to L.A., but I've never been in the city. That's kind of, like... I don't know. I've, like, I've never gotten to that point yet where I've been able to, like, meet people I adore. I'm hoping when the death punch comes to St. Louis, I'll be able to meet some people. Because I know more than just Charlie. And, yeah. You know, 
I know, I know Pierre. I think he's their digital media producer. Oh, cool. I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head what exactly his position is, but what he does for them individually. But he's one of my favorite people I think I've ever met through podcasting related stuff. But yeah, I have a wild guess at it. You know, well, you're like really smart to like brand yourself the way that you have. Like you've done a really good job of it. So kudos to you. Really? Absolutely. I feel like I'm like half assing and lazing, being lazy about it, but at the same time, not really. I don't know. We're all, we're all our own worst critic, of course. Obviously, but I mean, not trying to like, you know, we pick on me, but we are. Sorry to interrupt, but like no what? one, no one is as mean to ourselves. Like no one is as mean to me as me. Like no one is as mean to ourselves as ourselves. Right. So. I mean, like, I don't know. I just feel like I don't do enough. I don't know. I don't feel like I do enough, but at the same time, you know. Pretty often you're taking on as much as you can and you're going to continue to do more. Hush, you're fine. Oh, I'm, don't make me blush. Come on, scandalous. Don't make, don't make me blush. Come on. I mean, I, I, I spend, I think, a good half hour to 45 minutes every single night thinking and reaching out to people. I mean, I spend countless hours every week doing it. So I try, I try my best for what I can do, but I also try to do it to an extent so I don't feel like I'm being annoying, you know? It's, yeah, that's something I still have to tap dance around. Like, no is totally fine. Don't worry. Don't feel like you have to at all. Like, you can always tell me no. Would you like to? Don't worry about it. Like I was, that's what I was saying to Jeremy the other day. Like we were talking and I was just like, you totally don't have to. If you want to come back on and promote your death metal project, one of the releases, come on, you know, but like, don't feel like you have to at all. You know, right. Right. Just, you know, yeah. I always, I always make that open to people. I'm like, that's like what I always say to people. I'm just like, you know, tell me when you're available so that I can make myself available for you. It's kind of like, that's how I kind of do it. I mean, well, you did a great maybe, job today. Oh, thank you so much. Um, thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to sound sarcastic, but like, also, like, I appreciate that. Like, oh no, you're fine. Thank you very much for being flexible with me. I have like my clients and they're just like, hey, can you do this? And I was like, uh huh. No, like, can you do this too? And I was like, uh huh. Yeah, sure, got it on it. And I was like, give me a push. So thank right. you. Right. That actually leads to something else I kind of wanted to ask you, but I mean, obviously. You know, you do a ton of other stuff, but what does your life consist of outside of podcasting, like in a direct, like, yeah, as soon as I'm done with work and as soon as I'm done with scandalous stuff, I run to South Congress to go hang out with my friends. I just love hanging out with them, getting in the pool, going to go get drunk down the street. I'm very in love with all my best friends in the entire world. And we love each other and we love to drink pictures of beer and we love to hang out. We love to go on the boat. We love to go to shows together and be silly together and love on each other and just hang out and eat and bitch and connect. And Austin, Texas, where I currently live, um, my joke is um, I'm born and raised in Austin, Texas. I've been here four years. Ha, ha, ha. You know, because it's a joke. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm Austin native. I'm like, me too. I've been here four years, which means I'm not Austin native. But there's a huge difference in Austin, Texas and the world. And the difference is people in Austin really care about you and they really care about who you are and what's going on with you. And they really care about connecting with you. That's very different from a lot of cities. You can easily make friends here. The friends you will make here 
are absolutely incredible and um, passionate, passionate about experiences and getting to experience people and just, you know, build relationships and have fun. And that's like my number one fun favorite thing in the entire world is just loving on people in my life. I really, I really want to, I always keep looking for that one place. Cause it's like, I mean, obviously I, I want to live in Vegas and places like that. But then again, that's like, it sounds like a dream where, I mean, obviously you can live wherever you want, but also I'm kind of like, I want to live somewhere that like I can make friends. Vegas with. isn't as fun as everyone thinks it is. You just have to have like a good network of people. I think you have to have a good crew in Vegas to have fun. I think. Cause I just, it's not as much fun as you would assume. I would assume. So it's just really about like having a good crew in Vegas, I would assume. From my experience, it's very, uh, I feel like everyone wants to avoid you type of situation, in my opinion, that's how it feels to me. But also, I mean, I've heard so many people met so many great friends there. And I mean, I'm just like. That's good. Good. See, then that's info I like haven't really heard of yet. So that's good. I'm glad. But then again, the people I hear that from are always gambling and drinking and stuff. So, I mean, I don't really got to consider that making friends. I mean, obviously you're doing something. You both like to do but i'm not also i don't know wait till you're 21 yeah i don't want to worry about that i don't have any interest in gambling either so i'd rather not lose all my money good i care about my money yeah good for uh, you smart smart guy good for you i mean like another like i mean at getting more in depth on like the question i asked but like what like what professions do you do besides podcasting and oh, yeah like, for sure push you in that but yeah, so I was always service industry um, since I was 16. So hosted 16 to 18, then I served, bartended, started managing restaurants. And then there was a restaurant company in Dallas where they made me like the service manager. And then I started running the company with the owner. He made me a general manager when I was like 22. So he taught me everything I know, kind of. Um, he was a crazy, crazy, crazy Italian man, um, cussed me like every day. Um, it was very like emotionally taxing. He was a really crazy Italian dude, but he gave me balls and like he gave me grit and he taught me a lot. So everything in life is give and take. It was a really like intense situation. 99% of people could not deal with, but from that, um, one day he came up to me and was like, Hey, you want to learn, you want to do our social media? And I was like, yeah, sure. Learned it, got really good at it. Um, left the company, started my own social media company. Cause I wanted something that I could do like during the daytime and then go after, uh, my dreams and music on the side and whatever I wanted to do in entertainment. I wanted it to be set up to where I could work independently, where I could do it over here, but then still do everything I wanted. So I got into social media in 2015. Um, Now it was, I'd been doing it for two, three years at that point, I think like year and a half, two years. Um, I started my company in 2015. So I've had my own social media company seven years um, for seven years now. And working on a um, social media course to sell online to teach people how to do social media. Um, And then I'm kind of an influencer on the side with Scandalous. And then I have the podcast and then um, I create a clothing line. I'm getting it all trademarked right now, but I'm hiring a team to really um, bump up sales for it. That, and then I'm doing a, TV pilot I just started working on that I'm going to be shopping to like VH1 and TV. 
That sounds fun. So yeah, there you go. That sounds beautiful. Now I get to know. Now I now I got to get a dive into the scandalous world. That's that's the world, man. That's I mean, it sounds it sounds stressful, but it seems like you have it down. I guess. It's all like I'm really. It's a lot, and I struggle with it sometimes. Like a lot of the time, or most of the time, but. I love it all so much. I'm not willing to let go of anything and it's all good and I can make it all work. So I'm being stubborn right now and I'm not willing to let go of anything. I'm just like digging deep. Like most days I go to bed at like 4am, wake up at like 10am, work through the afternoon, take like an hour nap in the afternoon, wake up, finish work, walk the dogs, have dinner, might do a little bit more work, work out, um work some more then go to bed it's kind of been like my life on a loop um you know changes if i'm dating someone i kind of like mold my schedule to their schedule so we can spend time together but you know it it is a lot but i'm just too stubborn right now to ch- change anything or let any of it go because i really believe in all of it right i mean it sounds like a very interesting lifestyle. I mean, obviously, I feel like it'd be something that you need to take time to manage, I guess, and figure out, I guess. Yeah, and there's just no time to manage any of it. You just have to do it all. You just have to yeah, keep yeah. on trucking. You can't, like, manage any of it. So it's kind of funny. I think that's one of the funniest things I think I've noticed about the world of podcasting is that, like, you may be your own boss, but I feel like there's no way for, like, I guess, managing yourself. I mean, obviously, managing yourself in the sense of, like, staying organized, but besides that, really... Haven't noticed there is much. So you can have a team of people. um, But one thing I struggle with a lot is just, I have a wonderful editor and he does great things for me, but a lot of the things I want to outsource, I see like people do little things for me here and there and it's not what I want at all. And I'm like, I will do it myself. I could have done it way better. Like I paid someone to do some podcast clips for me on Fiverr because I just like wanted to see what they could like, here's what it is. This is what I want. Um, and I wanted it for a Dorothy clip. I think it was uh, Memphis Mayfire. And I gave him like a whole list of like how I want the clip to be. And I was, I was paying someone to do it. So I expected it to be like all fabulous. He didn't do what I asked and I could have done it myself. And I was like, got it, learned my lesson, like out like a hundred bucks. And I could have done this myself. Right. I'll just do it myself next time. There you go. <laughs> I mean, that's like, I think my issue with something like that, like at least for, like making, trying to like design your clips. I mean, well, at least for advertising purposes, in my opinion, I mean, like mm-hmm. I struggle with that. Cause it's like, there's so much good pieces. Like there's one here, then here, then here and here, but it's like, you know, I'd love to do this, but it's too long or this, but it's not relevant to the whole talk, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's, it's one of those rough things, I guess. Yeah, it's a hard part of it. But, I don't know, I mean, I feel like uh, time management, I think, is key in a lot of it. Cool. So another concept I wanted to throw at you, or just, you know, a little fun thing for us to do, make an album for every single holiday. And it could be any genre, any artist that you can think of. So think of one maybe for, like, Thanksgiving, for example. Thanksgiving usually gives me anxiety. 
Um, thinking about family, like not wanting to go home, wanting to spend time with some family, but not all my family. Um, holidays usually give me anxiety, so it would be like something uncomfortable, something. Um, I think there's like, I'd pick something from corn, just like music from corn, probably like follow the leader from corn because that's like music I listened to when I was younger, when I was made fun of by my family a lot. And I think it's very like, I'm, you know, I'm coming undone is a song way later than that. But the concept of like, I'm coming undone and just like not being okay and being weird and awkward, I think is personified a lot in Korn's music. So I would pick Follow the Leader from Korn. I honestly think that was a very good selection, in my opinion. I kind of, I honestly would say, I'm, probably I'm, say the same, honestly. I'm getting, okay, yeah. Yeah, Follow the Leader. I just like looked on my Spotify to make sure that. I was like, okay, I got that album right. Yeah. I know I'm not <laughs> big on album names. I'm big on like lyrics from songs and stuff. Okay. All right, next one. Go. New Year's. Give me one for New Year's. Um, anything by Hatebreed because it's so inspirational and it's all about um, you know, stopping yourself up, live with what you've lived with, be better than you've ever been before in your entire life. So I would I think Tara does that really well. I think Capri does that really well. I've gotten into like a lot of hardcore music and I think a lot of metal music for sure is like deal with what, deal with where you've been, be better than you've ever been before. Um, but I think Hatebreed's one of my favorite bands, you know, as we all know. Um, and I think their music is just like so much intensity, which I love, but like inspiring and real and you can do it so i'd pick them um like really any anything by them is just all all of it is just so inspiring and real and like come on you can do it and like be better than you've ever been before i definitely have to check out hate read more now that you said all that and i feel like i need to i need to just listen to it just to get the feel i mean i've listened to some of their music but like not a bunch no hard feelings to anyone you know no, um it means a lot to me for sure oh Okay. Um, let's see. How about I don't know Independence Day? We have a good album, or maybe even pretty, a song pretty, for that. Good rock, right? Anything, any, any genre. I, I'm just picking an artist. I think so. I think I'm switching it up. I'm not saying albums because, like, I'm not so much an album girl. I don't really harp on albums, but Kid Rock is America, so. I'm gonna say Kid Rock is like the America artist for July Fourth. That's a, I like that one actually. That's a, that seems like very, I guess, patriotic. I don't know, a little bit. Yeah, maybe not how everyone wants it to be, but it's very America for sure. Yes, uh, Christmas. Stained. I don't know. Like, some. T I really want to go home and spend a lot of time with some of my family, but past years I haven't been able to spend a lot of time with them. And on Christmas Day, it was like last year, the year before, I just went to the lake and listened to old stained music and was just by myself riding my bike and running on the lake. So stained. I like that. I like that one. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, this one's not really such a holiday one, but... What would, you know, a song or artist or album that you'd listen to on your birthday? I was thinking about my birthday, actually. Um, Spirit Box, Dorothy, Flyleaf, anything that makes me feel like a woman. Um, 
butcher babies, just like uh, metal women empowerment music for sure. So I would definitely say butcher babies, definitely say spirit box. Um, Alanis Marset, Dorothy. I would just listen to the girls on my birthday and just feel myself for sure. That definitely sounds like something like from, from one of my observations from listening to you. I mean, that's honestly something, something you would listen to, you know, just woman power. I don't know. I feel kind of corny saying that as a man, but also like, it's kind of honest and true. I mean, women have power. We're very powerful. Yes. Fear them. I'm kidding. Don't, 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 don't fear women. They got claws. I mean, that's why they have long nails, right? They get like the nail extender things, you know? I don't know. I, I'm not very familiar with a lot of things. Okay. I don't know why I call them nail extenders, but see what's another holiday. I'm very bad at coming up with stuff as you've probably. Today is Dropkick Murphy's. Halloween is Slipknot. That- Okay, yes, that sounds like a very valid one. So I would say the same thing. Slipknot for Halloween. Psychosocial or something. Flag day. I would say anti-flag because flag is in the name. I feel like I'd do Green Day. I don't know. Another question I had for you was uh, what was, I don't know, a fan interaction that you liked, if you have had any. I mean... Tons. Um, and my favorite fan interaction is every single interaction because it's so cute every single time it happens. And it is so much fun. And I love talking to people and people are like, oh my God, I know you from blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, that's great. I love that. And yes. it is so cute and so fun. And it is adorable when people know me from what I love doing. So I love that. That's so great. Every interaction is like so much fun. I love it so much. I would love to talk to you more. It would be my pleasure to have you on again in the future, you know, Absolutely. have a little more fun. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed having you today. It was probably one of my most, I guess, I, I guess you could call it more dramatic, I guess, feeling ones. I don't know. I felt a little dramatic. More for a headband, that, but... for sure. I should be dramatic. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You, you brought out like the, the band jewels. today, the jewels, the prettiness, you know, expressing your inner self, I guess. Well, They're scandalous. Jewels. The, 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 the pure scandalous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed our conversation today. And thank you again for sparing some time for me. I always, you know, I like to appreciate my guests' time. So. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And it was so much fun chatting with you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, um, without further stalling, I guess, um, have a good rest of your day. And this is Liam from the Full Circle Podcast signing off.